0: Yo fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K Double, and it's story time. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming star confusion. It's bedtime stories. And this is an AKD production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bedtime Stories. A big shout out to BixMix Studios, where the story was recorded. And shout out to Timmy Banks on the buttons. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything. This story is entitled Love or Lust. And this episode is called Kayla Was Here. Enjoy, 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 enjoy. 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 Portia and the girls are at the theatre watching Oliver Twist, having a good time.
1: I can't believe we waited so long to come and see this. This is amazing. I know, right? The production's on point, and these actors are hella funny.
0: Meet Portia. A 26-year-old procurement manager from Streatham, South London. five foot 5 caramel-skinned, a fun-loving sweetheart. Then there's Janine, a 26-year-old primary school teacher from Vauxhall, South Central London. A dark-skinned beauty, forever the peacemaker, looking for the best in people.
1: What do you think, Gwen? Uh, yeah, it's great.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Gwen, a 27-year-old investment banker from Hammersmith, West London. Straight-talking, no-nonsense, go-getting, brown-skinned, bombshell. They forged a relationship while studying together at the same uni and have been great friends ever since.
1: You seem distracted. Is everything all right? <laughs> Probably scanning the crowd, looking for her new man. Everyday man! Just focus on the play, man. Gosh. Yeah, are you sure? Because I swear the man I'm watching right now is your man. And he seems to be having a real good time with someone that isn't you. What? what?
0: Where? Gwen points Kyle out from across the other side of the theatre to the front of them. But it's an obscured view, showing mostly the back of his head and a slight side profile.
1: Nah, that's not him. Surely not. It is him. Of course it's him. I recognise that peanut head anywhere. How can you be so sure? It's dark in here. He's so far away and all you can really see is the back of his head. Hmm. It's him. I'm telling you it's him. Ring him and see.
0: Portia rings Carl and sure enough he brings out his phone stealthily looking at his screen without his date seeing it. He diverts the call and puts the phone back in his pocket. Portia is fuming she's ringing his phone over and over and over again until eventually he switches it off.
1: Baby, who's blown up your phone like that?
0: It's no one, don't worry about it.
1: You sure? Because the way your phone's popping off sounds like it could be some sort of an emergency.
2: It's not, trust me. Furthermore,
0: let me switch this off
2: so we don't get distracted.
0: Now Carl is the guy your mother warned you about, the quintessential fuckboy. Young, handsome, full of potential, but none of the drive, as his looks, charm and sex game has got him everything he's wanted so far. He's a 27-year-old budding photographer who makes beats in his spare time. You know the type. Lives at home with his parents, never holds down a steady job and borrows your car only to bring it back on empty.
2: Oh, no!
1: See, I told you, I knew it was him. He's such a cheating piece of shit! Ah, Come on, Gwen, I have some sensitivity. you okay, hon? Yeah, I'm fine.
0: But Portia is not fine she's going through a whirlwind of emotions and can't focus on the play. Carl kicked back to enjoy the rest of the show. However, the experience was ruined for Portia and she couldn't wait until the show was over so she could confront Carl.
1: Kyle. <laughs> Kyle! Kyle! I know you hear me calling you. Yo, Kayla,
0: one sec, I'll be right back. Carl walks over to Portia
2: and ushers her to a quiet corner, out of sight. Yo, keep your voice down, you're making a scene.
1: You ain't seen nothing yet. It's about to get ugly up in here if you don't explain
2: yourself. Explain what?
1: Um, how about explaining why you're at the theatre with some random chick when you told me you were going to be at your boys' house?
2: Yeah, that's my bridging. She had comp tickets and asked if I wanted to roll.
1: Do you think I'm dumb? I saw you two there all over each other in there, hugging up, grabbing her thigh, while she rested her head on your shoulder. Why you always got to read too much into things? We were just chilling. Nah, I'm not going to let you play this down. Because I know you're lying. You're banging her, aren't you? What? Why you always got to take it there? I told you, she's
2: just a brethren. All right, cool. If she's just your brethren, let me go speak to her then. Ah, oh, push. allow it, man. Why you always got to act so insecure? So what? You're going to go over there and interrogate her? You're just making the unit look weak.
1: I don't care. I'm not going to be a fool for you, Carl, because you've said you've changed, but you haven't changed at all, have you?
2: Look, I'm not doing this shit right now. Calm down, go home, and we'll talk later.
1: No, I want to finish this conversation now.
2: Then you're going to have to have it with yourself, because I'm out.
0: Meanwhile, at the lobby...
1: Hi, how are you? I'm Janine, and this is my friend Gwen. Mm. Hi, I'm Kayla. Nice to meet you, Kayla. So, how did you enjoy the show? It was good, you know. I've been meaning to see it for a while now. Yeah, 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 that's great. So, how do you know Kyle, then? You know, we're just kicking it, getting to know each other and stuff. How do you know Kyle? He's our friend's boy. He's our friend. We've known Kyle from way back. Oh, okay. Well, what about your friend over there? They seem to be going through it. Um... He owes her a bit of money. Nothing too serious. Well, I guess now wouldn't be a good time to tell you that he paid for the tickets. You see this shit? Calm down,
0: Gwen. Just then, Carl walks over and breaks up the conversation.
2: What's going on here? What are you lot talking about?
1: Wouldn't you like to know? Let's just go, Gwen.
0: They walk over to meet Portia.
1: You okay, hon? You know you have to lock him off, right? He ain't got money to be buying you a birthday present, but he's got money to be buying tickets for the theatre. Them tickets are £30 each, you know. Each! I have to agree with Gwen. He doesn't respect you or treat you how you deserve to be treated. And you spend most of your time upset over something that he has or hasn't done. Relationships aren't supposed to be like that. I know, I know. I'm going to go home and pack all of his stuff at my flat. I'm done.
0: Good for you, babe. In the car, Carl was quizzing Kayla about the conversation she had with Janine and Gwen.
2: What were them two talking to you about?
1: They obviously came over to do some digging for their girl.
2: So what did you say?
1: I said we were just kicking it. Mm. Why? What did you want me to say?
2: It's cool. Don't worry about it. But what did they say?
1: They think I'm dumb. They said that you look with friends and that you know they know you from way back.
2: Jokers. I
1: said your girl looked upset and they were like, oh, it's because you owed her money. <laughs> okay, love.
2: What are you digging for? Just keep it short and sweet.
1: So I guess now would be a bad time to tell you that I told them you paid for the tickets.
2: For fuck's sake. Why do you like stirring up shit? <laughs> I thought
1: it would be fun. And I also thought she'd be a lot prettier. What? She's a bit plain Janish, you know. If you don't want to walk
2: home, you better shut your mouth about my girl.
1: Whatever, don't get upset with me because you got caught out. You know I didn't have to lie
2: for you. Look, you knew what it was from the jump, so don't get all self-righteous on me.
0: Meanwhile, back at the flat, is getting all of Carl's stuff together and bagging them up. She's determined to stay strong and end things. Carl eventually returns to the flat to find all his bags at the door.
1: Porsche, what's all this? I'm done, we're done. What are you being done for? Nah, I've been done for the past year. I'm finally being
0: smart. So what, you want to leave me? Yes. Are you sure? Kyle says in her ear as he presses up against her.
1: Fuck off, Kyle. It's not going to work this time. So you're going to leave me? I can't keep being a fool for you, Kyle. How? You treat me like shit and for so long I've just taken it, but no more. Who can love you like me, though? And who's going to hit the spots the way I do? I'll have fun experimenting. Are
2: you mad? Don't piss me off.
1: See? It's not nice imagining the person you love with someone else, is it? And I've had to deal with that over and over Again, no more.
0: Carl tries to kiss Portia.
1: No! Come on, man. I said no. Go find some other chick to put up with your bullshit. Come, baby. Just go. Just please go.
0: Carl picks up his bag and starts walking to the door. And Portia bursts out crying. Carl drops his bag, walks over to her and gently strokes her hair. He kisses her forehead and then proceeds to kiss down the side of her face. Then down her neck as she elongates it. Then finally, he works his way back up to her lips. I love you, baby.
1: Then why do you keep hurting me?
2: I told you, I won't hurt you again. I didn't do nothing with that chick. You're lying, Carl. I know you are. I'm not lying, Portia.
0: Carl pulled Portia into him and kissed her. And this goes on for a while. And then he starts undressing her. He picks her up and carries her to the bedroom. She knew he was lying she was weak I love you baby I need you don't leave me I'm being yours Carl whispers in her ear while sexing for survival pulling out all the stops executing all his best moves pleasing her in every way he knows how
1: so you're not cheating on me no babe you promise
0: it's just me and you I swear down babe Portia knew he was lying, but she was weak for him. He just needed to tell her something she could run with, an excuse for her to stay with him. How can I explain myself?
1: As painful as this thing has been. I just can't be with no
2: one
0: Portia knew her friends wouldn't approve, so she distanced herself from them. But a week later in the group chat.
1: You don't crying over that fuckboy yet? You have been kind of quiet. You okay, hon? Yeah, I'm cool. What did he say? Not much. He left without a fight. Yeah, I mean, did he not even try and talk you out of it? He did. And... Silence. This bitch. Portia, no. He said they're friends and he didn't do anything. Do you know how dumb you sound right now? Of course he's going to say that. I believe him. No, you believe that dick. I'm with Gwen on this one, Portia. You're stigmatized and who knows it. Look, I don't need you lot judging me and my relationship. I love him, I'm staying with him, so just move on. You say that until he stabs all over your heart and you come crying back to us. I don't need this. Mm.
0: Portia knew her girls were right, but she didn't want to hear it. She wanted to enjoy her relationship judgment-free, so she angrily ended the conversation and exited the group. For the next few weeks, she felt vindicated in her actions, as Carl was on his best behaviour. Showering her with attention, spending quality time, and of course, sex on tap. On one such evening, during Netflix and chill.
1: Hey, babe, my tenancy agreement is coming up. Okay, and? What do you mean? We can get a bigger place and move in together.
2: Yeah, I don't know about all that, P.
1: Why not? You spend most of your time here anyway And as you can see, one bedroom is not enough for the both of us and all our stuff
2: Yeah, but when we start to get on each other's nerves a bit It's nice to have our own space for a couple of days
1: Okay, well, that's what the spare bedroom would be for As well as a walk-in wardrobe So, what's your next excuse? It's not an excuse, I
2: just like my independence, hun
1: Oh, babe, come on Is the idea of living with me so much of a prison That you'd rather live at home with your parents Than get your own place with me?
2: I never said that
1: I mean, if we're looking to get married and have kids one day, we need to start taking
2: some steps towards it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your roll, babe. Who said anything about having kids and marriage?
1: Obviously not now, but at some point down the line, I mean, I see my future with you. Don't you see yours with me?
2: To be honest, I haven't even thought that far ahead, and this marriage talk is kind of freaking me out. Let's just put this convo on ice for a bit.
1: All right, cool. I don't mean to scare you about the marriage and kids stuff, but at least think about getting a place. All right, cool. I'll think about it.
0: But a few weeks go by and Carl hasn't mentioned moving in together once. Porsche's about to head out for the airport on a holiday with her girls. I'll be back on Tuesday. You lot are weird, I swear.
2: You haven't even spoken in a couple of months and you're ready to go on holiday together. First of all, I
1: paid for that shit and I don't see why I should have to miss out because they're all being judgy. I hear that. And second, they're my girls. As soon as we see each other, it's going to be like nothing happened.
2: Okay, babe,
1: if you say so. Uh, try not to miss me too much. I mean, I'll try. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I've made a few meals for you in the fridge. Just clean up after yourself, please. I don't want to come home to no mess. Don't watch that. I got you. And also, my tenancy agreement is up at the end of the month and my landlord is pestering me for an answer on extending, so can you please get back to me by the time I'm back?
0: Yeah, cool. Love you, babe. Bye. Portia rides back at the check-in desk and sees Janine and Gwen.
2: Hey,
1: hon. Hey, babe. Hey, Gwen. Mm-hmm. Whatever, bitch. You know you miss me. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, bitch.
0: <laughs> they share a group hug and embark on their holiday, catching up on all things except Carl. They're three days into the holiday, and it's a beautiful summer's evening on the island of Palma. The girls are by the pool, drinking cocktails and watching the sun go down.
1: So, how's Kyle? Fuck, <coughs> oh, <boy. coughs> what? ever, bitch. My man is good and he's been treating me so well, actually. Yeah, but now. His track record isn't the greatest, though. Understatement. I didn't come here for this. I came to have fun and kick it with my girls. I hear you. But we are the same girls that are gonna have to pick up the pieces when he does what he always does. And what exactly is that? Because for over a month, he's been great. We've spent almost every day together. He takes me out. We've even talked about moving in together. This I've got to see. Hey, if you're happy. I'm happy for you. But if history is anything to go by, I give him two weeks till he's up to his usual answers. And then you're going to come back crying. And? And we'll be here for you, obviously. But hey, try not to get ahead of yourself. I hear you. But I'm good. We are good. Can we just enjoy the rest of our holiday? Okay. At least go and sit on that guy's face that's been giving you the sex ads all day. So when Carl finds out after he's been cheating, it won't (laughs) hurt so much. That's not funny.
0: The girls enjoy the rest of their holiday drama free and Portia returns home rejuvenated but extremely horny and excited to see Carl. She gets back and he had done the dishes, changed the sheets, washed the bathroom and left the place spotless. She was so grateful, so she called him to find out his whereabouts. And when he'd be back.
2: Hey, P,
1: you're back. Yes, I am. And I missed you. You mean you missed this dick? No. Okay, yes, I did. But I missed you too. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for tidying up. I was expecting to come home to a mess. See, you do make a good roommate. Back to this again. No, no, we don't have to talk about that now. I just want you to come over so I can thank
2: you. Okay. I just got to my parents and my mum's about to make dinner, so I'll come over after. Okay, I'll go freshen up.
0: Portia gets undressed, puts on the shower, and then walks over to the mirror to brush her teeth and wash her face. After brushing her teeth, she soaks up her face and begins to wipe off her makeup with a face cloth as the bathroom begins to steam up. And as she finishes and opens her eyes, the steam reveals the words.
1: Kayla was here.
0: On the mirror, Portia is hysterical and calls Gwen.
1: She was in my house. She was in my house. He brought that bitch to my house. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Han, what are you talking about? He brought that bitch to my house and slept with her in my bed. Oh. That girl, Kyla. Oh, hell no. I'm going to add Janine to the call. <phone rings> what's up, girls? Portia, tell Janine what's going on. I came home. The place was spotless. I was surprised because Carl is normally quite messy, but he was obviously covering his tracks. Okay, go on. I went to take a shower and while the shower was on, the steam showed where that bitch had written on my mirror. What did it say? Kayla was here. That bitch. She obviously wanted you to see her. How could he violate me like that? Bring her into my house, the house I pay all the bills for. That is
0: so disrespectful. Is this the push that Portia needed to finally find the strength to break up with Carl now that she caught him red-handed? Or will he once again be able to worm his way back in? Who knows? Find out next week on Bedtime Stories. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'd like to give a shout-out to Vix Mix Studios, where this episode was recorded, and shout-out to Timmy Banks on the buttons. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Peace.